you know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. room and you don't want to wake them up with the bright overhead lights but you need to turn on a light to see what the hell you're doing now there's a solution you have to try lumify's unite light i love my unite light seriously a game changer if you work the night shift like we have for years it's super small and clips to your scrub top has three different color settings and emits enough light to illuminate your workspace check iv sites vent checks honestly you name it in the middle of the night the Unite Light was created by healthcare workers, our amazing friends Jen and Anthony over at Lumify, for healthcare workers. You can get your own Unite Light or anything in the Lumify marketplace for 10% off with our discount code DODPODLUMIFY. That's D-O-D-P-O-D-L-U-M-I-F-Y to get 10% off your order today. It's fine. I just felt like 100 was a little bit too aggressive, but... But then, turns out you it's always got to go full send. So hundred full send hundred hundred. <laughs> um, so Hannah has now turned her mic up fully. Um, after a year, we've realized that that was our problem. <laughs> oh God, that's embarrassing. It's fine. It's I'm, okay. It's fine. Sorry, guys. Now our we're audio should be good. Every yeah. episode. Yeah. Oh my, oh my god but you know what no one besides anthony ever said anything that's true and which we appreciate you anthony if you're listening like we really appreciate you saying something because it forced us to like actually investigate what the hell was going on because there yeah. were a couple episodes like molly's the ot's episode that was like Ooh, what the fuck happened to our audio okay but that was really specially bad that was really bad um but you know and like ones where you know, I, or like the one where you in New Jersey and like you didn't have your mic, like mm-hmm. sure, yeah, or like when I didn't have my mic turned on, um, at when we <laughs> recorded our first like ten episodes, <laughs> you were like s- just sitting there in front of it as a yeah. using it as as a prop, it's just a prop. <laughs> it's fine. So oh, we're just apparently slow learners when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah, it it is. We are who we are. Yeah, but we're, we're gonna getting own it. better, and um. Everything. I think we have it fixed. So yes, hopefully that's good. Let us know though if it like honestly, send us a message if you're like, hey, that actually didn't sound too great. Like we want to fix it because I think we it's annoying it to, to listen to shitty audio as well. So yeah, I don't... oh, I agree. <laughs> the one thing I will say though is I notice like our intro is loud and then we're super quiet when the episode comes on. Mm. So then I have to crank my volume. And then when the outro comes on, I have to turn it down again. So I don't know how to fix that, but maybe your friend could help us. Yeah. I can ask him about that for sure. I don't know how, like, I feel like that happens with some podcasts I listen to though, too. Yeah. Like it's just like so much louder, but, um, yeah, I don't know how the hell to fix that. I don't know either and i wonder why our intro we, 
sounded so good when we recorded that. Like, that's kind of weird. But maybe Dan modified it, you know? It's probably him. Yeah, I can just ask him, too. He probably will know how to fix that. Yeah. He knows how to do things audio-wise as well. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Who knows? But I think our last episode was so funny and fun. Did you listen it back to so it? It was so I haven't listened to it yet. It was I'm good. so bad at listening to them because I hate listening to, listening to myself. <laughs> and I think that I sound really fucking stupid and I like ramble during stories. Like, this is my anxiety. Like, me thinking about, like, oh, why did I tell that story that way? Like, why didn't I tell it in a more like linear progression, blah, 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 after the fact? So I hate listening to myself. I usually hate listening to myself too, but then I can't help it because I'm like, oh, other people are listening to this, so I have to make sure it sounds okay. Yeah, I know. So. I think I just like to live in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's fair. I'm like, <laughs> but then people are like, oh, that was a good one. And I'm like, oh, good. Okay, maybe what, I will it? listen to it. <laughs> I thought it was super funny, but um, um, I, I definitely to tell need to you, listen. Yeah, listen back. But I wanted to tell you, I was at work the other day and I was giving and getting report like back and forth with this nurse and she was so nice and she told me she was 55 and divorced single and dating and she was and we were not talking about the podcast or anything this just had like come up in conversation but she was telling me about all the dating apps that she's on and I was just like I could my mouth was my jaw was dropped I could not believe the things that she was saying to me because I couldn't believe the things that people were saying to her. Like men out there are wild. It doesn't matter how old they are. Um, she was telling me about scammers um, mm. on these dating apps. It'll be like, um, I'm in, I'm away in Serbia or like I'm in Iraq or something. <laughs> LOL at Serbia. He turned yeah. out to be real though. He was me. real. <laughs> he was real. <laughs> but she was saying that there's all these fake Cat, basically catfishes and they're trying sure. to like and they have broken english and it's like really obvious it would probably be obvious to all of us but i feel like when you're you're preying on older people which is so common you know with all of the emails and the phone calls that older people get all the time but it, it just breaks my heart that they're even using dating apps yeah. to like prey on these poor older women who are just trying to find connection and they'll ask for money she said that one person she talked to for weeks and he they were like really vibing and bonding and stuff. And then he was like, my daughter, it, I need money for my daughter and something with his bank account, like being mm-hmm. not working and she's sick and can you wire me money and all this stuff. And luckily she was smart enough to be like, no, but she, I think she thought that this guy was real for like the longest time. <laughs> that is so awful though like what the fuck you like get your hopes up and you think like some guy's great and then they're like nope i just want money from you and i'm a scammer yeah but also okay so she also told me that there was a guy and his like username was like 10 inch anaconda oh, and, <laughs> and he he messaged her and said like i can't remember exactly what she said because i'm i was in shock but she was she said that he messaged her and said something about like licking her clean kitty or something and these oh, are God. like old men. Yeah. I mean, it's never okay. Never. But oh, oh, I got chills. 
Isn't that horrible? Like she's she's an older woman just trying to find love, and this is what she has to deal with. And I was just Good like, God. I feel sad. Yeah, that's like, I feel like that's a whole new world. Like I didn't experience that much. I didn't really experience scammers. You know, no, like I had just, never heard of that before. Yeah, like, I mean, I've heard of like I've heard of it in general, but like not. Damn, to that extent on dating apps and stuff. That sucks. I'm not shocked, though. Like, I just, like I said, I just feel like it's everywhere. Yeah. Preying on these poor people. But. Yes. Yeah. That was really sad. My God. Tenet Anaconda. Tenet Anaconda. Horrifying. Like, is that working out for you? Is that screen name getting you women? Yeah. Like, what is happening with that? I mean, maybe there might be. Some thirsty ass. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. There might be. I'm just thinking of. The, I doubt he's actually like a <laughs> that well endowed. <laughs> like, how do I say this? <laughs> it shrinks as you get older, too, right? <clears throat> oh, probably. I don't know. I don't know anything about the adult world because I only see baby penis. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't. Luckily, do not see the adult penis. Uh, at the eye surgery center. Um, Thank God. Yeah, that would be really uncomfortable. Um, oh, my God. And yeah. uh, if you guys didn't listen to our last episode, it was good. We just talked about, like, our our uh, experiences on dating apps and stuff. Mm-hmm. So check it out if you haven't. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it was fun. It was funny. And our audio is better. So you'll like yes. it. Yes. <clears throat> Give um, it a listen. Gosh, yeah, man, I don't, I mean, I don't envy people that are actively dating, but at that age, especially too, like that just seems tough. Yeah, I didn't think it would be so hard because I would imagine that at that age, you're, you know what you want, like Mm -hmm. you're, it's not like you're. There's all this pressure of like, I have to find my partner by a certain time so that I can have kids if that's what you're looking for. It's more, it could be more like casual in a way. Yeah. And like, but yeah, no, after hearing that, I was like, I feel like it sounds like a nightmare. Especially like, and this is total speculation because I obviously don't have any experience in this realm, but like, you also come with a lot more baggage or like maybe people that have been in these long-term relationships are like ready to not do that like true you know divorce and they're like i'm ready to have some fun and do whatever i want to do and then you and be tenant anaconda and then yeah and be a yeah Mm. yep they're living out some (laughs) kind of fantasy there so (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah that's so rude why would you say that (laughs) well today we're switching up the topics and we're bringing it back to our roots we're bringing it back to travel nursing and adding to our little series that we've been doing about things we wish we knew before blank so this Mm -hmm. one things we wish we knew before travel nursing yes it is continuation of the series (laughs) since apparently you guys have liked it so yeah and yeah, we will just 
dive right in. We both have a lot of a lot of things to say about this as we do about <laughs> majority of the topics we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> One of um the first thing that came to mind for me when thinking about this was as like a little baby nurse, meaning like a brand new nurse, I really didn't know anything about nursing licenses. Like I got my initial nursing license in California and then I moved to Colorado and got, then I had to do like the endorsement, get my license there. And for some reason, I have no explanation for this besides maybe I thought someone told me this. I thought you could only have a nursing license in one state. (laughs) And um, was I very wrong? Um, But when I started looking into travel nursing, they were like, yeah, so there's an assignment here in California. You're going to have to get that license. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I just let my California license expire because I thought I was only allowed to have one. Um, But luckily, I was just able to pay more to, um, you know, get it reinstated. But I just wish, I don't know, I think maybe it's now travel nursing and licenses are a little more prevalent and like understood by nurses, but I had no freaking idea. Yeah, I think there are too. And there's a lot more resources, even just through like podcasts like this and social media and different Mm -hmm. accounts that people follow. So I feel like people have a better idea of what it like entails before going into it. But I definitely was really confused about it. And it doesn't help that every state has different rules. And if you're not compact, you're basically screwed, which is me. Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh, I just clicked something. But I'm just trying to pull up a map of like which states are compact, but it looks like a lot now are Mm -hmm. actually. A lot of them got added in, which is really nice, but they're still like the main ones that are not like California. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think New York is right. Like Washington. Correct. Um, Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Alaska, Hawaii, Minnesota, Illinois, New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania. Um, well, Pennsylvania actually it says awaiting imp- implementation, nice. which is what my home license is in. Well, that's and then good. There's a little state next to New Jersey. I should know that. Maybe Delaware? that's part of New York. No, that's part of New York. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I should know. know that. I'm literally from New Jersey. I'm like, what's that thing that touches New Jersey at the top? Yeah, it's New York. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Um, well, that's good for you though, because then you can apply for licensure by endorsement or or not or by compact licensure for by endorsement of your. That would be so nice. PA license for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I first started, I just my the first one I got was California, and that was the roughest to get because it has all those different. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, like. It has a lot of requirements, like requirements, yeah, like fingerprinting, and that's the only one that I can think of uh, right now. Picture, <laughs> more. passport, photo. Oh yeah, like it's um, just, and it takes it's extensive forever. Yeah, I think just having more knowledge too about the length it takes to get licenses in various states and how much time ahead of wanting to travel that you should start that process um like if you think you're gonna travel 
I would get your California license, like start that process like six months before. Yeah. Because it is long. Same with New York, New York. If you're trying to go to New York City or upstate New York, something like that, same deal. But it is nice. Like there, it's a quick Google search away. There's a whole nice website. I'm not sure what it's called, but if you just Google it, you'll find it. But you can just Google how long does it take to get an Arizona license and it'll mm-hmm. take you there and it and it lists everything out. So you really can plan ahead and see um, yeah, how long each individual state takes and also like how long these licenses last for, which is really nice information to know. Like I think Arizona is like four or five years, which is great because I still have that if I ever want to go back there. But some licenses you have to renew every single year. So that varies as well. Mm-hmm. I know it. It's ridiculous. I think Connecticut is uh, a yearly one. Okay. I found the website. I just wanted to give you guys that. Um, It is um, americantraveler.com slash nursing license time frames state. But you can literally just search. I searched how long does it take to get a nursing license in a different state? And that was the first link that came up. And it tells you like Alabama's two to four weeks. Alaska's eight weeks. Here it says California, three to six months. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if there's any ones that are longer. Ohio, four to six months. Oh, wow. Weird. That's surprising. Um, and that actually, um, according to this, California and Ohio are the only ones that take that long other ones say like up to 10 weeks like maine but what does new york say because that took a long time said six to eight weeks on here but lies this also isn't taking into account the pandemic you know like that mm-hmm. is so but there do have those um emergency licenses that you can get right I don't really know anything about that, but... And there's temps. Like, I would always encourage you to just check that box and get a temporary license, because I was working in West Virginia under my temp until, like, just a couple weeks ago. Um, Nice. I thought I had applied for the full thing, but then it turned out that I didn't. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to go get fingerprinted. And it was fine. Like, it all worked out. It was really quick. But, yeah, just get that temporary license. And sometimes you can finish a contract under a temporary Mm -hmm. if you're just planning on staying somewhere for three months. Yeah, exactly. So that's always an option. Yeah. Um, okay, our next thing, um, just taxes in general. Ugh, the dreaded taxes. I feel like <laughs> I dreaded taxes before I was a travel nurse, but now it's even worse. It's so, so difficult. I yeah. think just like knowing that it's going to be difficult and to keep like really good records yeah. of like be organized with all of your stuff yeah. because it's <clears throat> extremely overwhelming. And just remember you have to file in every state that you worked and mm-hmm. your tax home as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something to keep in mind. And I mean, I've done, I usually do my taxes by myself. So it's not like it's rocket science like it's not impossible it's more mm-hmm. of a tedious thing and yeah. as long as you have all of your forms it's really is just like anything else you're just copying it over into your program but it's more like allotting the time to it and just sitting down and being disciplined and doing it but it's not impossible so don't let it like discourage you but i'm not gonna lie it's like not fun no i mean it's difficult i yeah i've always done it myself too um and you just have to yeah, you just have to 
make a new tax return or whatever it's called for each state. Um, right. And you obviously will get a W-2 for each agency that you work for also. So yes, that's also an important thing to keep record of or like make sure that they have your most current like mailing address too. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, a lot of them do deliver them online these days, but still there are ones that just give it to you um, in the mail. So <laughs> like, you yeah. don't want it going to the wrong place. <clears throat> and if you have like different HAs, Sorry, I can't talk. If you have different HSAs mm-hmm. with each different um, employer or agency that you're working with, like you're going to get more and more forms. So, I mean, we will talk about this later, but we encourage you to work with different agencies. But that's just something to keep in mind that if you if you do choose to work with different agencies, you're going to have more like forms to like tax forms mm-hmm. to document and more work on the later end as well as like separate 401ks and things like that but um it's just yeah. something to keep in mind like there's no right or wrong like everybody does things differently for mm-hmm. different reasons and maybe easier mm-hmm. for different people depending on what you choose to do but yeah just something to be aware of mm-hmm. absolutely this one i is like kind of coming from me um this is emily speaking if you don't know <laughs> Our voices. Um, this because, is Emily speaking. This is Emily. Um, because I traveled with my best friend Val. Um, we were both really nervous to do it, but we only, and we were like, we only want to do this because we're doing it together. Um, and we had that support, but I wish you know I would have had that confidence to do it myself. Not that I didn't have an amazing time with Val. I love you, but like. It also, I feel like, is such an empowering experience and you learn so much about yourself on your own. And I, like, wish I had that to an extent. Yeah. You know? It's still, like, badass that you did it at all, though. Um, I just feel like it's it takes a lot of bravery to actually do it. Once you're actually doing it, it and especially now that I've been doing it for so long, it just feels normal. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like I'm brave or whatever. But thinking back to when I first started and stuff like, dang, that was like one of the scariest things I've ever done. And I'm sure you still felt the same way, even going with a friend. Yeah. So, but yeah, you can do it alone. I started it, started travel nursing alone. Um, and you know, I went back and forth. Like I talked about this in a previous episode with like, I think Hannah's travel adventures or whatever, but I traveled with a friend for an assignment and then traveled with Eric for a lot of assignments. So I did both, but yeah, I mean, you absolutely can go and do it alone. And yeah. there's you meet people there's so along the ways. way. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not going to ever be fully alone. Like you will definitely meet people and have support systems along the way. Um, it forces you out of your comfort zone a little mm-hmm. bit more. Like if you're dependent on a friend, like I felt this way with Cheyenne too. Again, love, love you, Cheyenne. No regrets. It was awesome that we did an assignment together, but you kind of are like, it's the expectation that we're going to do everything together and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you're alone, you're like, if you want to socialize, you got to figure it out, whether it's Bumble BFF or finding friends through your hospital and mm-hmm. or dating apps or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you're just like continuously challenging yourself and coming out of your shell. Yeah. Because, yeah, we if we had the day off together, obviously, we'd be hanging out together. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't really go and do a lot of things 
like by myself. I mean, I guess I would like go hike or and stuff like that, or I would go on dates, you know, when we mm-hmm. didn't have um, the night off together. But I think it would have been a really cool experience to do that by yeah. myself. But you know, highly recommend. I definitely do. Highly recommend it. Yeah, we were just going to touch on using multiple agencies. Um, I think I still personally still struggle with this because I have a loyalty to my recruiter. Um, And I feel guilty when I take an assignment with other agencies because I want to use him because I I like him. I want to give him business and like I I also trust him. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, like you have to do what's best for you. And I have switched agencies for certain assignments that sometimes are only available through certain agencies or the pay is better or whatever the reasoning Mm -hmm. is. Um, So yeah, you have to do your research, do what's best for you. Look at Vivian, look at Wanderly, look at Fusion Marketplace. It's, you know, you're going to see all the different pay packages through all the different agencies and like look at Nomad and Trusted, which are not like included. It seriously is like Kayak. Like when you're looking at Kayak, Mm -hmm. you're going to see like your Delta, United, um, your spirit frontier flights and then you have to like log into southwest separately to see what they have it's like the same thing yeah it, no it really research. is that's such a good analogy for it <laughs> that's how i feel about it but yeah just uh look around and and um pick the highest pay package yeah right you know? like if that's your goal pick the highest pay package or like you can kind of look at some other perks that different agencies have that come along with them. Um, I don't know what, I mean, sometimes, I mean, yeah. One of the perks I think would be like day one benefits. Some agencies offer that some of them it's like 30 days out. You could definitely do your research on that. Um, yeah. One thing that I personally have come across was I, you know, was using Total Med, using Total Med. But then when I went to Philly, I used a company called Medmetry. And I went with Medmetry because they had the highest pay package. And I don't think Total Med even offered this specific job. So mm-hmm. I went with them. I was like, I can't, this is an offer I can't refuse. Basically, this is too good. And I just went with it. But I didn't, I mean, this was a rookie mistake on my part. Like, I should have done more research. I assumed that they had a 401k because, like, what company doesn't right and most of them do but they did not so for that <sighs> assignment i just ended up like um putting more money away into my own like personal investment accounts so that i was still like saving because i mean it's great when you're making all that money but i'm not making all that money so i can just like spend it i'm i'm making it so i can save a lot of it you know mm-hmm. so that's just something that's important to me. It should be important to everybody like to have a sure. 401k, but um, just yeah. something to like be really mindful of. Um, um, I was going to say to piggyback off of <laughs> just finances and putting a lot away. Like I wish I had kind of just a better idea of that when I started travel nursing, because you go from making, at least I went from making a very small amount <laughs> to making a lot more. And yes, I still put away in my um, retirement and yes, I still saved, but I think that I could have like absolutely maximized that a bit more um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, strategized the way that I put away money a lot better. Um, you know, that's just, and that goes with 
maybe just age education, like learning more about it and, or like having someone to guide you through that as well. Um, yeah. I'm, and there's your like dad so many is really, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, your dad's um, like on it. <laughs> oh, my dad's on it. He's mm-hmm. so, so on it. But I mean, check out our podcast episodes with Eric and Anthony. Um, two really great episodes. If you're trying to figure out what to do, what the heck to do with your money. It doesn't matter if you're a traveler or a staff nurse, like it's really important to be able to like take care of your retirement um, and not work for the rest of your life or not work until you're 65 if you don't want to. Like, you know, we can retire earlier than that. And um, it's just a matter of what we do in our 20s, especially in our 20s that will make the mm-hmm. biggest difference. Mm-hmm. So highly encourage checking those out and considering honestly getting a financial advisor. Like Emily, you have one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, yes, we are like, we're smart people. Like we can learn about it. I mean, if you're Anthony, like he dedicated a lot of his time to like educating himself and reading books. Am I going to do that? No, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, no, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, if it interests you, like do that. But then it's also great to be able to like just have an advisor that that's their whole job is to help you manage your your money and your investments, mm-hmm. um, especially as you start making more as a traveler. It's yeah, like you said, it's like, what the heck do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Totally. 100% agree. Yep. Um, yeah, another thing that we wish we knew was being open to going to new places and um, doing research on hospitals beforehand. Um, There's so many different types of NICUs. And when you first start traveling, you're likely your experience is like the one unit you're on. But like reality is all these NICUs across the country are, can be very different. Um, So you have to be flexible um, and you know, like there's busy seasons in hospitals. Winter is usually the busiest. And then mm-hmm. the NICU census, as we all know, it like comes and goes. And there's going to be some times where there's like a million NICU jobs out there. And there's going to be some times where there's not as many. So if you want a job, sometimes you have to take what you can get. Yeah. Um, and like that happened to me when I was in Denver, COVID hit. And then I was like, my contract got canceled and I had to be flexible. And then I was like, well, I'll just go to Santa Barbara. I'm not sure what this place is all about. And it ended up being awesome. Yeah. Santa Barbara is amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. You're like, I'm going to go to Santa Barbara. I don't really know. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're going to, you're yeah, going to like okay. it. <laughs> like, there's nothing bad about being like right on the beach in a, such a beautiful, cute little town. <laughs> like, Eric and I were just talking about that last night. We were like, as hard as COVID in general was for everyone in the world. Um, and it was hard for us too. I mean, we, but I feel like we were really, really lucky. Like we didn't lose anyone and we have our health and we got placed in this beautiful beach town where we were still able to like enjoy biking yeah. and going to the beach and all these things so overall exactly. our COVID experience was not yeah horrible no but I'm really sorry wasn't. I don't mean to sound insensitive because like I know it was horrible time no and- no no no. you're not you guys I mean that was you 
you didn't have a job for a while, so super stressful. And then yeah. we were able to find this, and that was an amazing opportunity. And like, yeah, it was great yeah. for yeah. I'm glad it wasn't terrible. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, it was horrible enough for enough people. You know, seriously. Um, yeah. I it well, I was gonna say too that. You know, I went to California first and then we really wanted to go to Utah and like for ski season or like back to Colorado and like neither of those things were happening and Hartford, Connecticut came up and we were like, okay, cool. Guess that's where we're going. Like really great pay. And like, it was the best decision of our lives. So crazy. It is wild. (laughs) The most (laughs) random city, uh, almost one of the most random cities we could probably go to but we yeah it was amazing and I love it there so you never know yeah Um, and that's like the thing with travel nursing I think you're gonna get the most out of your experience if you have that mindset because mm -hmm. a lot of people that I talk to have a certain place in mind like even me when I first started I was like I want to go to San Diego I was like Mm -hmm. fixated on that but no if I I mean I'm glad that I went there first but if I could like go back to my younger self, I'd be like, just see what's out there first and then kind of decide where you want to go. Um, because yeah, you, you might go to Hartford, Connecticut and absolutely love it. You might find the love of your life. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. Give places it, you, a chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. Never know. Um, and kind of piggying back off of that, like travel nursing is accessible to anyone if you want it to be. Like you can do, if you have kids and you want to travel, like people do that. They do make that work. And like, I feel I've seen families like get an RV and all pack up together and like drive around the country with their kids, or you can do local travel, um, which is a really awesome option if you're like really done with your staff job and you want more money and you can uh only have to drive i mean local travel is within like 50 60 miles depending on the agency and so um, i don't know i think it's a great option if you're not ready to like go to another state or go hours and hours away from where you are right and having to deal with like the housing stipend and paying two rents or a mortgage and a rent like Mm -hmm. that way you kind of eliminate that factor while still making more than a staff nurse would and you are able to have that flexibility and be like oh i'm going to take off a month in between contracts but on the downside of local travel is like you don't know if you're going to be needed at all Mm -hmm. times like they could cut Mm -hmm. you they could cancel your contract or um, I'm not sure exactly. I, I'm not sure if you know because you did a local travel assignment, like if there are rules of how long you can stay as a local traveler. Um, you know, I feel like it's a year. I think it's still like the year long situation. Okay. I'm not sure, though. I'm really not positive because my my experience was strange. Like I tried to go back and work with host again for like a a another contract and they were like oh yeah you don't qualify for the local rate or like for that high rate because you got such a high pay at your local travel contract it like made absolutely no sense so i don't really know (laughs) host was also telling you some bs about like oh it's actually 
over 70 miles or whatever to get the stipend, which is like for them, not true. Yeah, for them. It's not true. And I think it was because I worked that tra- local travel contract and got such a high hourly rate that they c- it, it's something weird on their end like they're the like the only one of the only agencies i've ever heard doing that it was very weird so weird just know that there's a lot of like little weird details and stuff so mm-hmm. just ask questions ask your recruiter and and like fact check us too because like we are telling you what we know based on our experience, but like rules do change first of all. And so like, if you're listening to this podcast in a couple of years, like there could be things that have changed. So just keep that in mind and like, yeah, fact check everything you hear and, and ask your recruiter. And yeah, if they're saying something sketchy, you can always like request to speak to their supervisor too. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but just kind of yeah, talk to someone else like call their <laughs> like customer service or like you know hotline thing and that that's how i got a new recruiter i was like i can't work with this person ever yeah. again and they hooked me up with someone new who explained everything to me that she wasn't explaining to me so yeah <sighs> um that made me think though like in a couple years i really hope that we like people are still listening and that we're still making new episodes. That'd be I know. so freaking cool. And they're like, like gonna like listen back. That would be so God, crazy. Because I listen to all my favorite podcasts from the beginning. Like I can't, Me too. I can't not do that. And so <laughs> I've been listening to Morbid from the beginning and it started in like 2018. So it's been really interesting to see it like go them go through the pandemic yeah <laughs> it's super interesting um it is like a little time stamp of history and like what they're going what's going on in, in people's lives personally but also like mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. and like, just to I, like yeah yeah it is and just to see how much they've grown too over the last several years like that people are going back and listening to all of their beginning episodes and like that's just like cool i mean sorry to all of our beginning episode like people listening to those <laughs> like i would love to With just the redo them but you know, know. it's just we were us awkward. though yeah that's who we are but yeah that would be cool people were like still listening to us and they wanted to like go back and like yeah. get to know us you know that would i be did so- that with my favorite murder and yeah i think was there's the what's going on like 2016 20, like uh-huh. earlier i started listening like, to it i think like 2017 yeah the whole trump thing like the whole election and like all that i was just like oh my god i'm triggered but yeah it was I'm crazy so <laughs> <laughs> um, oh uh, my god no so i love that podcast too it's really good i like haven't i've been listening only to morbid trying to catch up so i'm gonna yeah. have to like go back a while and catch up on my favorite murder i've never caught up but I gotta, I gotta I, bring that one back. I love it. I love them. All. I was obsessed for like Denver. I think was what. I mean, that's probably something that we first bonded on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, when we first met, because um, I was it's listening so to that good. all the time. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, oh, I. You could have been the person that told me about it. Actually, I might have. Now been. that I think back, maybe because that's when maybe. I started listening to it. Yeah. It was probably me. It was probably you. How oh, cool. I mean, you should definitely listen to Morbid. I feel like they 
they're really funny too. They're both from Boston and they go like way more in depth. Okay. If you want to know, like there are certain ones that I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Give me a five part episode on this. (laughs) Like, yeah, I want to know everything there is to know about this person, but I feel like they're, and they do like spooky stuff too. I love that. I, well, since you've talked about it so much, I have like their first few episodes like downloaded on my phone. I just haven't Mm. like done pull the trigger yet but they're yeah. there they're they're waiting oh my God. for me their first one oh just let t- once you listen to like the beginning of that just text me because i don't want to give it away <laughs> oh god i'm i'm excited but nervous <laughs> that's great um, um we're on a tangent okay. but i want to keep going with it what are your top five podcasts besides ours obviously um right besides ours so that <laughs> Is a really good question because I currently listen to only Morbid, but (laughs) (laughs) I would say, obviously, obviously Morbid, uh, my favorite murder, this is actually happening, Um, and then Radio Rental. Oh, yeah. And then after that, let me see. I'm just looking at what I've listened to. So all like spooky and like murdery. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I've listened wow. to like here and there, like some, um, like the daily podcast by yes, the New York Times. Like, like that's good. Um, but I mostly only listen to things about like death, murder, and ghosts. Nice. How's your mental health? It's really good. You know. <laughs> Um, no, my, oh my therapist God. is always like, um, okay, maybe you should like cut back on how much you listen to those. And cause I listen to it like while I work out too. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, maybe you should just like listen to music or like something yeah. like not. So you're having to pay attention to doing that and to working out and like doing a million things at once which is like right. what I like to do. <laughs> I like to podcast like listen to podcasts while I'm working out too. But mm-hmm. I will notice like if I start listening to like a darker podcast. I think that's what happened with my favorite murder cuz I I'm like you like I want to catch up and I it's mm-hmm. like a mission. Yeah, but I think it got to a point for me where it was a little bit too dark like mm-hmm. for so then I have to like switch it up. But I think yeah. I can, like, go back and forth, you know? That's good. I really but, need to, like, have more of that um, yeah. in my life. Oh, a little balance. I should say I love listening to Sarah's podcast, Dedicated to Growth. She's Oh, great. nice. I haven't listened to hers yet, but I'm sure I would love it. She's, she's so, very charismatic. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and everything awesome. she talks about. She's very inspiring and, like, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's, but, yeah, what are your mm-hmm. What are your top well, five? Well, my favorite, like as you know, was Chatty Broads. Like, I don't know if the listeners know, but I'm I'm a diehard, like, Bachelor fan. I hate to admit it, but I am. I've been watching since, um, I think, Caitlin Br- uh, Bristow. I don't know how to say her last name. Caitlin Bristow season um, in college. And I've, like, pretty much watched every season since then. And then, like, I get into the fandom of it. <laughs> and, then, and I listen to the podcasts and, like, it's a whole thing. Wow. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, like, sorry. Um, but I don't encourage it because <laughs> it takes up a lot of my time. Sure. Um, but yeah, Chatty Broads was 
uh, one Becca Martinez, she was on the show and for an Ari season and it was her podcast with her friend Jess. And I just loved them. Like they were, they talked about bachelor, like they did bachelor recaps, but they also just did like lifestyle stuff that I loved so much. And I just like was on their same like vibe and like mm-hmm. wavelength of things that they were interested in and their values and stuff. And I really appreciated like the, the guests they had on and the conversations they had. And really to me, it was like inspired why I wanted to, make a podcast of my own but they ended it oh so sad i was so sad but now i listen to your mom and dad and it's jess and her husband and they are now doing it's more like reality tv stuff like recaps and stuff which i like but it's kind of just like so far been like fluff you know less Mm -hmm. of the i liked the balance of like having both sure um I also listened to Game of Roses, which is another Bachelor recap. <laughs> um, I listened to that every week. And I listened to Ghost of a Podcast, which is weekly um, astrology, like astrology of the the U.S. every week. And oh, like cool. current events and what's happening in the world um, and her read on it. And she's like super feminist, super – she's like – just like a queen um super woke and Love it. she's awesome super smart person that's one of my faves and then i like um i like get ghosted which is like a ghosty one it's like kind of silly though but it's like ghost stories mm-hmm. um how many was that like one two three four, four. um i have like a couple of random ones that are in there but like Organic Olivia is good. Um, she talks about like health That's stuff. Good. I should probably add more of those into my repertoire, but you know, you would like Organic Olivia because it's like it has like nutrition focus and like let me add it stress <laughs> and um, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting tidbits. Yeah, and she's really smart. And I definitely then, should mix it up. <laughs> yeah. And I like also Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Okay. It's like a fun one, but she's a she's a medium, but also like an aura reader. So it's pretty cool. And if you like send your photo in, she'll tell you what your aura color is. And she's just cool. That does and that's really all I have cool. to say about that. That does sound really cool. Hmm. So well, that's me. That's a sneak peek into yeah, my life. I'm glad in, you have my head. I'm glad you have mine's just death, apparently. Death. I'm glad you have a lot more going on there. I feel like Variety. I feel like maybe because I do so much with nutrition, like in my like normal day to day that I'm like I need more variety. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, this is my podcasts are my like true crime thing. And then I like have school that is ruining my life that I, you know, I do a ton of research articles and I don't know how much more I can talk or listen to anything about nutrition. But actually, I take that back because I love it. So I could talk about it forever. Yeah. But I understand needing a break from that. Yeah. I mean, before Hannah and I started recording, today we literally talked for like 25 minutes about fitness so like <laughs> we're like we should probably start this like oh episode. oops and we're like oh we could talk about we could also talk about that forever 
Yeah. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Talk about a tangent, Watchers, but whatever. Yeah, Hopefully whatever. We only have that. like another point to make. One or two more points. Yeah. Under. What were we talking about? Um, oh, we were talking about accessible to anyone and local travel. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, think like that's a positive. Like looking at it as like travel nursing is for everyone and it can be for everyone because there's a lot of people out that out there that say like I can't do it because I have a dog or I can't mm-hmm. do it because I have kids or whatever. It's like no, you can. But I think on the negative end, like it can the lifestyle can be really exhausting Mm -hmm. and even if you are doing a local contract it can be just because you have to keep up with all the documentation and licenses and like medical stuff which you need to anyway as a nurse but i feel like you're taken care of through your employer um whereas Mm -hmm. like i mean not that you're not taken care of by your agency like they're very organized with it but you have to kind of be on top of it yourself as well Mm -hmm. um and you have to get like can be tiring physicals before like each new assignment and like that can be really obnoxious because it could take hours and like you'll have to get sometimes you have to get tb tests redone yes. it's just like it it can it is exhausting like it really can be overwhelming um but it's also worth it it's just like right. you have to go go into it knowing that like you're gonna have to jump through some hoops um at the beginning of each assignment is what kind of what it feels like but yeah, I pretty much have to get TB, like, my blood drawn for every new assignment. Yeah. And you have to get a drug screen, too, for every single mm-hmm. assignment. So it's just another thing that you have to schedule. And, yep. and like, yeah, if you are if you are going state to state, like we said before, with the fingerprinting and licensing and making sure your license isn't going to expire and, or, like, thinking about, like, do I want to keep my California license active? Like, for me, I was like, well, I don't know when I'm going back there. So I let that one expire. So planning those things out, it's kind of hard to -hmm. know what the future holds and like where you're going to be in a few months. And all of that can be tiring and like living out of your, not out of your car. Well, some people live out of their vans and cars, but like packing up your stuff and moving, if that's how you choose to do travel nursing, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, sometimes it's nice to like have some roots. Yeah. But that's a really good thing about travel nursing is that you can stop and like set up your roots for a little bit in some place and like take a couple of years off and then you can go back to it. Like, you know, you can, you always have the option to stop and you always have the option to go back. Um, right. Which I think is awesome. But in never nursing too in old. general. No. Yeah. No. You're never too old to do it. I've met so had, many um, older travel nurses. Oh, yeah. There was awesome. a lady that I worked with here in Pittsburgh and she recently reached out to me she's probably 60 and she traveled when she was in her 20s but you know like travel nursing has changed so much as we um talked to Valerie about like it's changed so much since the 90s but she um is going through a divorce but she was like I think I'm gonna go back to travel nursing and I was like yes like that's gotta be such a liberating thing that could be exactly what you need right now exactly that that sounds awesome good for her yeah hell yeah like your kids are grown yeah. yeah. Go travel, go like experience new places, go to Hawaii, go to Alaska, like Absolutely. Go to, like yeah, that sounds awesome. Good for her. Never too old for an adventure. Agreed. Yeah. Um and then I think the last thing that we want to just touch on too is that contracts do get canceled. <laughs> like Yeah. It happens. Uh, it happened to me on my first one. So mm-hmm. um, happened to both of us. Yeah. It just you can't predict it, but 
you will be most of the time you will be able to find something else yeah there's yeah. gonna be something you might have to be a little patient but uh, mm-hmm. there's gonna be something that comes up that you could take it just might not be exactly where you wanted it to be yep just gotta learn to go with the flow mm-hmm. flexibility it's yeah. the biggest thing but we love it and it's changed our lives and sure we has. hope you all do it we sure do <laughs> Oh, man. We're on one today. We're on one. How long has it been? I don't see like a timer 54 minutes. Pretty good. Perfect. I think that's great. It's great. Good work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, sorry we didn't have a guest today like we said. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Sorry about that. We will get back on our game. We're we're working on it. (laughs) You're lucky you got an episode. Yeah, we've been all over the place, guys. So, um, like, I mean, Hannah's a world traveler and her schedule. I mean, just thinking about your schedule this week or this past week makes me want to die. She worked three on, right? Three on, two off, yeah. three on. Yeah. Dying. And I'm then dying. I think two off. And then I think and I'm then, on again. Oh, God. Yeah. See, that just makes it. Oh, that's not so tiring. I mean, you're making it's it hard. Money. It's worth it, but oh. it feels like you're working so many more days in a, and you are physically working more days in like a seven day period. But it, yeah, it feels like you're working so much more and, and mm-hmm. like trying to balance gym, grocery, meal prepping while also trying to like rest while also trying to like see friends and socialize is like yeah. A struggle sometimes but, uh-huh. but i do this to myself because then like i'm gonna be off again to go to florida so yeah it, those are yeah. the pros and cons of i mean honestly nursing in general like or like hospital nursing like working yeah. 312s 312s are they are tough i mean we they're giving us <clears throat> once we're like fully going they she's like giving us the option if we want to work 312s in a week and i'm like i don't know that i do yeah honestly like i i like am exhausted after i mean we kind of do have 12 hour days on our surgery days it's like it's like 11 hours oh wow i'm like that's enough yeah that it's a lot and i don't know it's hard to like imagine myself going back into like a like i really haven't had a five day a week thing since like college probably Mm mm-hmm but obviously I did it for like a long time, you know, all yeah. through school and everything. But it's really hard for me to just be, imagine having like only two days off. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Like, I mean, I'm so adjusted to it now, but I do have like a three day off weekend every week or three day weekend That's every really weekend. That's really nice. Um, but it, And you're on the same schedule as Dan. Yeah. It is Which really is so nice, nice to be on the same schedule as, like, your partner or, like, yeah. a lot of your friends. Like, it sucks working weekends like that, you know, or, like, nights. Like, yeah. life-ruining. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, that's it. That's all I have to say about nights. Just life-ruining. Um, oh, my God. It really is. It's horrible. It's wild, though, like, just how much better... You feel when you're not on nights. Like, 
a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's another tangent. Um. <laughs> yeah. Next episode will be things we wish we knew before working night shift. Oh my which God. is on our list. It sure is. Yeah. We could that, I think that. I, yep. Another thing we could talk about for a long time. So this is why we have a podcast. Yeah. Hope you guys liked the episode and yeah, we'll try to, we'll try to schedule a guest and we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Bye. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.